from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. You know, yesterday we talked about the Carolina Tar Heels. And we talked about how they had lost two of their previous four. And there was another shaky win. And we had talked about how uh, the, the, it was there were speed wobbles. Best team in the ACC, sure, but they had some things they had to fix. We read some comments on the air, a little bit of like, every team has worries. You just described teams 4 through 14 in in the entire country. Well, does every team 4 through 14 drop 3 of 5 with one shaky win as one of the two wins Mm -hmm. and and lose on the road to Syracuse and kind of get handled? Or were the warning signs that we were talking about when it was just a loss or when it was just two losses or when it was just two losses and a, and a shaky win, when, when oh, it was, it was just a little blip, those warning signs came to fruition. There is something off with UNC. There is something off with the North Carolina Tar Heels. And they better fix it, and pretty darn fast, or else what are we going to be doing? We're going to be at the end of the year talking about, wow, you know, it's a shame they peaked in January. If the tournament would have started January 10th, they would have been in good position, but that's not when the tournament starts. You peaked with your home game against Duke. You peaked with your home game against Duke, unless you fix it, right? And that's the beauty of a season, right? There's still games remaining. There's still on-ramp to iron out those wrinkles, but now I don't think there's anyone that can deny warning lights are on. I had to take my car into the shop today. You know why? Why? Check engine light. Ah. The check engine light is on. Mm-hmm. I think we dodged the bullet. I, th- I don't think it's going to be anything super expensive. So There's a gas cap not on too I'm, funny, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a decent mood right now because it doesn't look like it is what everybody fears when all the, the engine lights <laughs> pop on. The Niners – or, sorry, the, the Niners. The, the North Carolina Tar Heels could end up like me right now. They could end up with, like, oh, all the check engine lights popped on, took it in. It wasn't much. Or it could be, you know, they gave me a call, and then I had to call my bank account, see how much was set up, see see how much money I can move around in time to get, get what needed to be fixed. Can I Done. finance this? Yeah, like let's let's have some conversations here. You need someone to sweep up the shop? Let's let's work. Uh, let's start talking about some of the things they need to fix. Again, this was a warning sign we've been tracking for two weeks. R.J. Davis needs to get his efficiency back up, particularly when he gets off the three-point line. Seven for 17 from the field. It's now become, that's actually like not that bad of a day. It's it's low 40 shooting percentage. He needs to be up mid-40s to, to 50s, minimum, especially the way he's shooting the three, which, again, wasn't horrendous, but but – you know, it wasn't the 40% we've been seeing from him. He, it, The efficiency needs to be there, even with, you know, essentially his 20-point regular night, right? He had 19 points. So if, if this were, you know, 96, meaning 1996, when the only thing we looked at was points, rebounds, and assists, you wouldn't notice that R.J. Davis has dropped in efficiency a ton over the last five games. But because this is 2024 and because we have, we have stats overload, because everybody knows every different stat, 
because I know you. You want to know something that I know that I there's no reason that I should know. Okay. Carolina has lost three straight games played on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I heard that earlier today. There's no reason for me to know that, but we get stats overload. And there, but 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 unless they really tank in the ACC down the stretch, or they're put into that first round game in Dayton, they won't be playing any postseason games on Tuesday. So again. Fun fact, absolutely nothing, but it's just an exaggeration of of the stats overload we get. So now that we know the stats, we know his efficiency is dropping a ton, and it's rubbing off. Cormac Ryan caught the R.J. Davis disease yesterday, which is shoot, shoot well from three, four of nine from three, six of 14 overall. Right, 18 points. Surface level looks good. Efficiency numbers drop. And it's eating into other players' ability to impact the game who maybe are being a bit more efficient. Armando Baycott played 30 minutes, shot above 50%, only took nine shots. Harrison Ingram played 33 minutes, shot above 50%, only took 11 shots. Go to the guys that are being efficient with their touches. Go to the guys that are being more consistent with their touches. And right now, R.J. Davis from two is not that. If you get him an open three, you'll never hear me argue about R.J. Davis taking an open three, which honestly I think might end up happening more often if you go to the guys that maybe are slashers or playing down low because then when the defense collapse, kick out, boom, R.J. Davis catch and shoot. You like it. Baycott's a pretty pretty good passer for a big man. You like it. Let's hear from R.J. Davis. R.J. Davis after the game on needing to execute better. Just how we're always, you know, possession away from the game is always down to the wire and uh, the little mistakes you know just like a, a missed rebound here or a turnover there I think those are the, the minor um, key and key minor and key turning points of the game that we have to figure out and um, because we're right in the games I mean it's not like we're down 20 uh, we're always chipping away possession by possession and we're in the game so we have to figure out how to execute better towards the end of the game and come out with wins agreed not going to hear me argue it. Pretty spot on. But I don't like to just be a problems guy. I like to be a solutions guy. I think it's probably more uh, egalitarian. It's probably more uh, team-focused down the stretch. I, I, I'm not piling on R.J. Davis. This is a uh, a friendly little little conversation we're having because he is likely the ACC player of the year. And, you know, right, points and scoring and volume scoring, it's all important. But – I think he gets a little hero ball down the stretch. And, and heck, if I were R.J. Davis, you wouldn't be able to tell me not to shoot either. <laughs> there, there were times in, in high school basketball where I was not R.J. Davis and he, he had to tell me not to shoot. Like, I get the temptation. It must feel like there's a uh, uh, you know, flamethrower attached to his, his shooting arm occasionally. But don't get caught with hero ball. And then there's this other thing, and Dennis, you brought it up, and, and this, you know, speaking of the warning signs kind of flashing and then uh, coming to fruition, uh, when it comes to, to North Carolina, the way they handle, um, it's not really the way they handle zone, although that's the way it was presented to, to Harrison Ingram after the game. Mm-hmm. It, it's the way they handle another team shuffling through defenses. 
So every time you're in the half court, it's a different look. It's zone. It's man. It's uh, maybe maybe a trap. Maybe they hedge. Maybe they don't on pick and roll. Maybe, like maybe it's a one three one. Maybe it's a two three. Maybe it's a you know whatever box and one. I don't know. They're throwing everything they can at, at North Carolina, and they're not reacting well, which is surprising because they are so veteran, right? Yeah. You, You'd imagine there's not a defense in basketball that R.J. Davis hasn't seen, that Armando Baycott hasn't seen during their time in Chapel Hill. It's kind of like in football, the team that runs the triple option. It's like <laughs> it's it's because it's it's so different, even though you've seen it before, but it's so it's so distinct. Yep. And sometimes it's it, you have to figure it out on the fly. Okay, what exactly is happening here? And that can slow you down because it can slow you down mentally because you're trying to figure figure things out and then that physically will slow you down as well. The the cliche is is you go from reacting to thinking, right? It's, and you know, it's it's a cliche because I actually do think mm-hmm. most athletes are thinking constantly. But when you when you like see the gears turning in their their head, it 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 does. You play a little slower. You stopped instinctually playing and more what did coach say we do when they play this style of defense? Okay, yep, yeah, okay. And uh, oh no, no. Now there's 8 seconds left on the the shot clock and we got to force something up. It just causes you to process more. Let's hear from Harrison Ingram, uh the amorphous blob, one of my favorite players, after the game on why the zone gives them trouble. It's definitely weird. I mean, most teams don't play zone, especially in college. Because you're just man-to-man, so the zone, and we like to play fast, so it kind of slows us down. And it keeps, a, keeps the guy stagnant because you never really know who's guarding who, who do you, who do you screen, who do you duck in, when do you drive. It's, it's really hard to play against. Okay. I mean, you're going to have to play against it, so oh, yeah. uh, figure it out, right? And and you're a good basketball team. You have the shooters. Uh, the the you know the teams that really struggle with zone, obviously, and this goes back to like Pop Warner or uh, Pal basketball, are the ones that – can't shoot out of it and they can pack it in. So, you know, North Carolina has some shooters. They should be able to figure it out and they better. And they better. More great news for carry commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away at wake med my care 365 we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year primary care and urgent care under one roof multiple locations virtual visits walk in or schedule an appointment online from annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection strep or the flu we couldn't be more convenient learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We failed to say that at the top of the show. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Hopefully you have awesome plans, either with your uh, significant other or maybe you're doing the solo dolo thing on Valentine's Day. Both can be fun. At least there's, you know, half-price chocolate starting tomorrow, right? Hey, that's the deal. <laughs> that's the deal. I had a buddy that used to uh, uh, brag, and, and he's married now, so I won't say his name. He used to do the uh, the fake sick from school thing on Valentine's Day. So then he w- would get the discount chocolates and flowers and everything and then show up the next day to give them to his lady friend. Hey! Yeah, a little, little uh, 
you know, right. work smarter, not harder. Work the system in your favor. <laughs> I, I respect that. It was. Uh, I'm so I sorry. I'm so sick. That. I'm. I, you know, don't even come around. We'll celebrate tomorrow. Then he's out that that, that next morning buying all the discounted stuff. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little move. I'm not saying to do it. It's it's a little move. Uh, the drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9. The fan. Canes lost to Dallas last night. Hard fought game. Really good game. 4-2 the score. Some some definite bright spots. Sometimes you have to tip your cap to the other team. Dallas played well. Goalie made some plays. Let's look at it through the prism of what we described yesterday. And I'll give you the cliff notes if you didn't hear it uh, to catch up. We talked about how the the Canes have proven absolutely everything they can prove non-playoffs, right? They've they've won the division. They've been uh, a top seed. They've they've done all these things. They've they've racked up points. They've racked up goals. They've been uh, near the top in statistical categories: first, second, goals allowed, those sorts of things. So so, if all you can do to prove your improvement is when in the postseason, your regular season has to be constantly about checking your preparedness for the playoffs, right? I, a little, little uh, scout's honor, right? Always be prepared. That sort of sort of uh, motto might, might come into play. By the way, I did make it, I think, six months in Cub Scouts, so I'm allowed to say that. Yesterday I said I'm starting to treat their regular season in seven-game stretches like series. Right, and, and we kind of started it with the win over Jersey. Uh, so they got they, they were up 1-0 in the series. We said game two, you're going on the road to Dallas. I thought it was a good game two. It's it's a road test against a playoff caliber team, a uh, team with a, a very diversified offensive scoring uh, attack. So it was, it was very much like, all right, this is game two. Show up, go up 2-0. That's a commanding lead. If you lose, we get a pivotal game three. Pivotal game three. Because every game three is pivotal. Uh this is exactly what I was talking about. That loss in and of itself, it's not a killer, right? It's, it's, it's not a ejecto cedo. It's not a, a panic button. It's not a killer because of everything we said. Kochekov made some stops, right? I don't think he lost any rhythm. Uh, there were good uh, – Jarvis was kind of all over the place at times um, in a positive way. I know that Jarvis being all over the place could sometimes be a negative thing, but this the positive version of that. Um, it just the, the, the puck didn't fall your way, okay? That pass he had to stall for his goal was phenomenal. It, and, and I agree. Uh, I was going to add, some, like, and let's dive deeper in, but no, you're right. Phenomenal. Move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kochekov played well, yet somehow four goals were allowed. It kind of happens. Yeah, one was an empty netter. Yeah. It's true. Uh, it kind of happens. You played well. You played hard all the way to the end of the game, only to have a last-minute gut punch of you thought you brought it within one goal with the empty net, and they they review it and overturn it. I mean, gosh, when it was 3-2, to two, you thought Brett Pesci was about to score, then Jake Ottinger makes this diving glove save. It's like, okay, well, there's the save of the year. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and, and, and so all of that happens, and it's like you lose the game. Now, it, you, you, looking at it from – a regular season standpoint, that's one loss, one one tally in the loss column, right? It's a bummer, would have liked to have won it, but guess what? You're still in pretty much the same place in the standings. Nothing truly changes. But if this were a seven-game series, which is how I'm looking at it, now you have to make sure that game doesn't beat you twice because those are the ones, right? A hard-fought loss, those are the losses that are hard to move on from in a seven-game series. Because you start to think we should be up 2-0, right? 
And if you lose another, think of how much would change, right? If you're a little hung up on that one, if you're a little caught up, meaning, you know, it's a pebble in your shoe, it's just annoying you, you can't flush it, you can't move on, you can't get on to the next, you can't get on to the next, that's how a series can unravel, right? You play a game that you're thinking you should have won, you didn't. Or you're just playing well. Maybe you don't even think we should have won, but you just said, gosh, we played well and didn't get a win there. That's frustrating, right? When I was talking, right, I talk out these theories before the show. I said, you know, those are the losses that can that, that can really upend you. I, I said, when you play well and you don't win, it's confusing. It can, it can stick with you. And and Dennis goes, uh, the Florida Panthers series. Yeah. Right? It can, it can, it can unravel quickly. So Friday at Arizona – I'm I'm only half saying this joking. Pivotal game three in our little exercise here. It's pivotal for this reason. Practice flushing it, right? Learn what you can from it. Watch the tape if you have to, right? Have Rod, you know, pick up on his teaching points based on that game, right? You 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 want to do those things, and then move on, flush it, and get to the next because that's part of what the postseason is about. You know, I, I was just listening to uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. One, I don't know, he's made a million media appearances in the last uh, 48 hours. Um, but he was talking about momentum, right? And, and the scientists, the analytics will tell you momentum doesn't exist. He was saying it basically does, and he was pointing to the plays in the Super Bowl that he thought the momentum changed. I believe, as a former athlete, I believe momentum is 100% oh, real. Yeah, analytics can't analyze the actual human mind. I, I, I think momentum is 100% real, and and one of the hardest things to do is to stop an opponent's momentum or flip your own momentum. So, middle of a series, that's the ultimate test, right? Middle of a series, the ultimate test is you lost one, how do you win the next? Right, it's easy to sweep a team when you're up three zero. I mean, easy might not be the right word, but easier. Right, you're already up three zero. You're playing well. They're questioning themselves. They're bickering amongst themselves. You just have to kind of push them over the edge. You do. You play good in the first period. Cool. It's a whole other beast when you won the first, they won the next, and now it's a pivotal game three. I'm having a fun time saying pivotal as much as I possibly can <laughs> when it comes to the the uh, NHL playoffs. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 